bless you. You're about to listen to the voice of the eagle with Prophet Samuel Addison. Prophet Samuel Addison is an anointed servant by the will of God and is graced to operate in the fivefold ministry. As you listen to this tape, be ready to be caught up into unlimited levels of the spirit and soar unto greater heights. Enjoy the message. Lift your voice and bless the Lord. Thank Him, everybody. Lift your voice. I'm not hearing anybody praying. Raise your voice and talk to Jesus. Lift your hands and speak to Him. Let God hear you tonight. Lift your voice, please. Let God hear you. Lift your voice and glorify the Lord. The Bible says in his presence there is fullness of joy. And at his right hand are pleasures evermore. What you need is only God who can give you. If it's only God who can give you, then if you don't talk to him, you can't get it. Lift your hands above your head and begin to talk to God. Please open your mouth and speak to Jesus. Man cannot guarantee what you need. Only God guarantees. Only God can supply what is missing. Only God can provide what is lost. The Bible said, I am the God of all flesh. Is there, is there anything too hard? There is nothing too hard for this God. We thank you, Jesus. Oh, you are holy. Everyone lift your hands. Holy is you are holy. Every hand lifted up. You are holy. Holy is you are holy. Lamb of God. Seated at the right hand of the Father. You are holy, holy. You are holy. You are holy. You are holy. Holy. You are holy. Lift your hands and sing if you know it. You are holy. Holy. Lift your hands. 
of Jesus I cry out I cry out say I cry out I cry out say I cry out I cry out against every voice against that, every is voice. that is speaking to divert my cause to divert my cause I'm not hearing you say I cry out I cry out against any voice against any voice that is speaking that is speaking to divert to divert my life my life say as I cry out as I cry out in prayer in prayer let Voice Let every voice speaking against, speaking against the progress, the progress of, my life of my life be silenced, be silenced in, Jesus name. in Jesus' name. Please work on my sound. It's bad. Maybe because I'm down. So work it. I'm standing here. I'm not going up. I want to be here. Lift your hand. Say tonight. I declare. I declare. My mind is ready. My mind is ready. My spirit is willing. My spirit is willing. And my soul will follow. And my soul will God's follow. plan for my life. God's plan for my so life. help me God. In Jesus' name, lift your hand. Father, let your name be glorified. Terrify the devil as we are edified in Jesus' name. Amen. You want to put your hands together for Jesus? The way you are clapping is not exciting. I didn't say sit down. I haven't said sit down. I said let's clap for Jesus. Can you welcome somebody by your side? Tell the person God is here for you. Tell somebody God is here for you. In the next few minutes, we want to download some things into our spirit. Take your seat. Take your seat. Take your seat. I want to learn some few things tonight. Communion services are services that we, we need to be instructed, we need to be directed, and we need to be taught so that we can come to a place of revelation. Every child of God who is void of revelation is in darkness. Say, say every child of God. Every child of God. Say it with power. Say every child of God. Every child of God. That is void. That is void. Of revelation. Of revelation. It's in darkness. It's in darkness. Why am I saying that? When you don't know what Jesus came to do for you, your life is in total darkness. 
Whatever you don't know you are blind about. The moment your eye opens, you begin to see what is yours. Tonight I want to bring to light some few things from the scripture and from my study. I've come to realize some few things from the Bible. Isaiah 55. I'm speaking to you on the topic no more debts. Yes. No more debts. Some people say debt. There's nothing like debt. There's nothing like debt. So Wednesday is time to learn. So that we can we can be knowledgeable. The Bible says, through knowledge shall the righteous be delivered. So it's not through whatever. The Bible says, through knowledge, the righteous shall be delivered. You cannot be delivered unless you are knowledgeable. The Bible says, wisdom and knowledge shall be the stability of the times. So you can be stable if you have no knowledge. There are many Christians without any knowledge. If you ask them to quote five scriptures without looking into the Bible, some even struggle to know where Ruth is in the Bible. If you talk about Acts of the Apostles, somebody will be starting from Genesis. Now, it means that the person doesn't even read the Bible, so he doesn't know where it is. There are some books in the Bible which is which are not too popular. They are not books which are often read. So people until they look at the table of content in the Bible, they don't know where it is. But I ask you, tell me where Nehemiah is. It will be an issue. But the Lord will help us. I said God will help us. Now Isaiah 55 verse 1, Romans 13, 8 to 10. Write the three because the rest of them will run through it. Proverbs 22 verse 7. Proverbs 22 verse 7. Isaiah 55 verse 1. Ho, everything, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. And you have no money, come buy and eat. Yes, come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Interesting. How can the scripture be telling us that you have no money, come by and eat? Does that mean that God wants us to go and steal food and eat? Because you can see there, he said, Oh, everyone who thirsts, if you are thirsty, come for water. If you have no money, come for it. He said, without money, come and buy and eat. But you and I know that it takes money to buy. You and I know that it takes money to eat. The Bible said, the hand that does not work should not eat. So if your hands are not working, how are you going to eat? The Bible said, Whatever your hand finds. Whatever your hand finds. Whatever your hand finds. Do it with all diligence. So God is interested in us working and eating. The Bible said we shall enjoy the fruits of our labor. The Bible said thou shall not work for another man to eat. You will not labor for another man to enjoy. I thought that was a good place to say amen. But the Bible is telling us now, whether you have money or not, 
Once you are thirsty, come for it. Come for some water. If you are hungry, come and eat. He says, come buy wine and milk. You will get some things this year. Your amen is very weak. I said, your amen is very weak. Now, don't worry. I will show you why the Bible is telling us that come and eat. Though you have no money, come drink. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let's go to Romans chapter 13, 8 to 10. And then our final main scripture, which I will be tempted to read, is Proverbs 22, verse 7. Okay, what's there? Everyone, let's go. Go. Everybody, louder. Okay. For you move out, another has to be loved. Mm hmm. Verse 9. For the commandments, you shall not commit adultery. Mm hmm. You shall not murder. You shall not steal. Mm hmm. You shall not bear false witness. Mm hmm. You shall not covet. And if there's any other commandments, are all summed up in this saying, namely, you shall love one, your neighbor as yourself. Okay, continue to verse 10. Love does not harm to a neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfillment of the law. So, love is the fulfillment of the law. All right, let me read the final scripture, Proverbs 22, verse 7, quickly. And now begin to talk to us quickly. Everybody, let's read that. Go. The rich rules over the poor, and the borrower is a servant to the lender. Who agrees or disagrees with this? Let me see you by hand. Who agrees with this or disagrees? If you disagree, lift up both hands. The Bible said the rich rules over the poor and the borrower is the servant to the what? To the lender. Clap your hands for the Lord for oh, these two scriptures we have read. Now I'm talking to you about no more debts. Okay. Now there is a reason why the Bible wants us to understand these things I'm going to share with us tonight. Because it, it, the, the truth is this. Everything the law stood for. Everything the law made us to come under subjection. The coming of the Lord Jesus Christ came as a fulfillment and as an answer to the requirement of the law. Now you will see from the scripture we read from Romans 8 that the Bible is talking to us about love. And the Bible is saying to us that love is the fulfillment of the law. So it means that wherever there is a law, the only antidote to the law is when you operate in love. But you need to understand that the love of man is different compared to the love of God. And we need to come to a place of knowledge where you and I understand everything Jesus came to do. Now you see, the coming of Jesus Christ was so phenomenal because it has never happened before. It has never happened before. The only thing that can fulfill whatever man needs is God. Now, in, in 1 John 4, 7 and 8, First John 4, 7 and 8, the Bible says, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God. And everyone who loves is of God. The one who does not love is not of God. So, for God to 
solve the problems of the law please follow me you understand what I'm teaching for, for, for God to fulfill the requirements of the law it was not possible for man's replacement because man could not fulfill and the bible said the one who breaks one of the laws is guilty of all of them it is not possible for the human flesh to fulfill the law that is why the Sadducees and the Pharisees they had issues they, they tried to be legalistic every time he came to the law. You see, when Nicodemus came to Jesus, see, he asked Jesus, what can I do? And Jesus told him, he said, love your neighbor as yourself. He said, this one I've been practicing it for my childhood. Now Jesus looked at him. The man was wealthy. And now Jesus said to him, Go and sell all that you have. Give it to the poor. Come follow me. He left Jesus very devastated. And Jesus looked at the man and he said, how difficult it is for the rich to enter the kingdom of God. Do you know why it was difficult for the man? Jesus, when he came, he said, I am the good shepherd. He said, the good shepherd, the good shepherd, give his life for the sheep. You see, when you check through the account in the book of 1 Corinthians, I think chapter 15 or so, the Bible said, love does not seek its own. So Jesus was simply showing him, if indeed you are operating in love, you must not seek your own and rather seek the own of others please follow me carefully now it was it was very necessary for Jesus to come to die to save us because when you look at the law the law in itself means it is legal and there were things which were stipulated according to the law please follow me every country has a law let me stop here if you get the 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 um what i'm trying to create now if you get it it will be better as we get to the end because you must get what i'm talking that's why i'm taking my time to weave around it now every country has a law there are laws that regulate the movement of people there are laws that the bible said when Israel had no king everybody did what it seemed right to him imagine there is no law especially as those of us who drive when the traffic light goes off everybody wants to go because now the the, the robots that has been made to control human beings we, we who can think machines have been made 
to teach us when it goes off you begin to see the insanity of the human because now we cannot think straight anymore because the robot is not there to control us so in every country there are rules and regulations that governs them you will see that when God made Adam in the garden of Eden he told him the day that very day where you eat of this one the tree of knowledge and evil if you eat of that that day you will die that was a law it was a law and when he did eat also it happened now so law became what was regulating everybody but you see when law regulates you you come under certain requirements. And the Bible said, the borrower is a slave. You forever remain a slave. Now, when you become a slave, it is by the requirement of the law. Because the law enslaves you. The law does not allow you to celebrate your freedom. The law brings a form of restriction on your life. You see, that is why the coming of grace gives us liberty. But the liberty also it gives us it gives us liberty with the assurance that we will be judged. Now Paul said one day in a book of Corinthians he said everything is permissible. Do you know what he said? Yes. Everything is permissible. If you want to sleep tomorrow, no law governs you in that way. If you want to walk with your head now, you can try walking with your head now. It doesn't change anything. But when it comes to the law, he said everything is permissible, but not everything is beneficial. Now the book of, I think Ecclesiastes 11, 9 or 9, 11, one of them. Now the Bible said, young man, enjoy in the days of your youth. Follow after the desires of your heart. But know that at the end, judgment. Follow, follow, follow where I'm going. You'll get me. So the law now made man's life to be to be robotic. In quote. Because that's why you will see the, the, the priests, those who were in charge of the synagogue. Jesus said, You people, when you fast, you don't even oil your faces. Sit down. You walk in a particular way. And you walk in the marketplaces for people to know that this is what you are doing. The Lord made their life a certain way. They were like a straight, like the British, very conservative. If you are British, you forgive me. Hmm? Very conservative. That's how they are. Prim and proper. That is how the Lord made us. But when you look at the life of Jesus, he brought a certain kind of liberty 
liberating and liberating to us. Because you cannot serve God in a box. God cannot be restricted into a box. So we needed to be rescued from the hands of the Lord. But there was only one thing that will make anybody guilty. You see, the law will never arrest anybody unless you go against it. So the only thing that brought us under the law because before we were not there what brought us under the law the only thing that did that was sin write it down sin is the breaking of the law of God write it down I'm taking you somewhere sin is the breaking of well, somebody asks you what is sin sin is not insulting somebody it's not slapping somebody. Sin is simply breaking the law of God. The Bible said the soul, according to the book of Ezekiel, the soul that sinneth the Bible said, the son shall not bear the iniquity of the father. So, the only requirement that brings us under the law is sin. Very critical to what I'm talking about today. It is very serious. Number two. When you break God's law, you have a legal problem. I will show you. Why do you have a legal problem? A lot of us do not know that when you slap somebody, you can be arrested. So those of you like slapping, be careful. When you slap someone, you go against the law. So the law can arrest you. Because it is against the law. You see, even when Jesus wanted to touch the man that was crippled, they said to Jesus, according to the, the regulations of the law, the Sabbath, you cannot do this. So they wanted to tie Jesus to that one. And because of that, they could not experience the joy of the Lord. Please follow me carefully. Because you see, if you don't understand these things, you won't know what happens when you take the communion. You won't know the liberty and the redemption through the blood that Jesus has brought to us. There are some spiritual deaths that Jesus came to rescue us from. He paid those debts for us. Why did he pay? I will show you. I will show you. The Bible says that he took our place. I will show you why he took your place. I'm trusting God to finish this thing tonight. It's, it's, it's so deep, but I'm trusting God to help us tonight so we can, we can get somewhere. Are you ready for me? Are you ready for me? So I said that breaking of the law of God is a legal problem because every, anything that is law, okay, is legal. So, when you break the law, you start getting legal problems. So, if you have a legal problem, then there must be a lawyer to rescue you. Follow me carefully. You need a lawyer to rescue you out of this. 
But before the lawyer can also rescue you out of it. Let me take you a little bit backwards. A woman was caught. Let me even leave that one. That's very popular. The other day, Jesus entered into a Pharisee's house. I think the book of Luke, Luke chapter 7, if I'm right. He entered into their home. And when Jesus got there, nobody bothered about him. And here comes this woman with the alabaster oil. She fell at the, first, at the feet of Jesus. Kissed the feet of Jesus. She was in tears. She started using the hair to clean the feet of Jesus. And she broke the box of oil. Now the Pharisees who were there, number one, understand, they saw themselves as righteous based on the requirements of the law. But by the requirement of Christ, they were not righteous. Follow me. So the woman who came there, she was as unrighteous as no, the no, Pharisees. So, but they saw themselves. That's what the Bible said. Two people went to church to pray. A Pharisee. A and another person. But the Pharisee is stood there. He said, I pay my tithe. I pray three times a day. Because that was the law. The law requires that these things be met. So once I have met them, I think by my works, I don't want to go too deep, but let me stay here. By my works, I qualify. And that brings pride in us. Because by my strength, I have achieved this. But when you turn it the other way, you don't qualify. You, you don't have a legal right to it. But the blood qualifies you. God help me. I said the blood qualifies you. Makes you the, the, the undeniable candidate. May the Lord qualify you for some blessings. Amen. I said may you be qualified for some favor. Amen. So Jesus said to them, you are even guilty of the law. Because the law requires that when I come to your house, you have to wash my feet. But you have not done it. And someone else has come to compliment you for what you are inefficient in. You are rather complaining about your inefficiency. That's what happened to many people. What you are incapable of doing. If God brings somebody who is in a capacity to do it, not in a competitive spirit, but as a compliment. To, to, to block the leakages and, and, and to, 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 to save the, 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 the ship from sinking those who have created the loopholes under the ship complain are you learning something tonight I'm taking you somewhere you'll get to me don't worry by 8 o'clock I'll be done <laughs> By 8 o'clock, I'll be done. Now, number three. Anybody who goes 
against the law, they are punishment. I'm breaking it down. I told you the only thing that puts you under the law is sin. And once it is the law, it means it is legal. So when you break the law, you have a legal problem. That is what it means. And if you have a legal problem, it means that there are what? Punishments around it. Is that how you'll be punished? Or you'll be released to go. But you must also know this. Let me show you something. Matthew 25, 46. Quickly. 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 In the garden of Eden, you realize that God said the day you sin, you will die. That is a punishment for sin. I'm trying to say this so you understand the points I'm creating. Because if you sin and it is bad, it is legal, and there is a punishment for it, you will see that God told them the day you eat of this, you are going to die. So that is the, the punishment for sin. It's not freedom. It's not freedom. The punishment for sin is death. That's it. When you sin, you must die. Ah, go and ask Korah and the rest. Didn't the head open? When Achan stole their casting, the Lord says, Don't touch it. They touched it. God said, gather you and your family, all of you standing. That was their end. So when you sin against God, what is supposed to happen to you is death. That's why when they arrested Jesus, they saw that he has sinned. They said, this man calls himself God. This man is going about forgiving sins. Because they know that by the, by the law, it's only God who is in is in the position to forgive sins. Are you following what I'm showing you tonight? God is the only one who can do it. You see, you and I, we are not in the capacity to pass any law that will be effectual in this country. The only people who have the right are the, are the MPs. How did you call them? Did you hear that? Did you hear that? They are the people who do what? They do that. But the only way we can also pass law is to switch from the natural to the spiritual. I hear what I'm saying. When we switch to the spiritual, we become more lethal and more effective than them. So you can see the difference. So I'm showing you the natural man and the spiritual man. Let me go with this. Are we reading something? Okay, let's go. Everybody read what is there. And this will mm-hmm. So if we talked about the righteous, then the other side is what? Unrighteous. Is the what? Sin. So when you sin, this is what's supposed to happen to you. Everlasting punishment. That's what is supposed to come. I'm showing you what the blood has done for us. I said, I'm showing you what the blood of Jesus has done for us. Now, let me give you one more, one more scripture. Romans 6, 23, quickly. And then we'll jump. I'm behind time now. Let me give you just two more, and then that'll be it. Yes, I help us, quickly. Romans, everybody, let's go. For the wages of sin is death. Eh? The wages of sin is death. Everybody, louder. 
Shout it like you are you you won't talk tomorrow. The wages of sin is For the wages. So are you getting my point now? So when you fall short of the grace of God, it is automatically you are supposed to. Look, some of us, if God right now this thing changes to a screen, and God will show you what you are you thought about. Just today. I don't I don't think God will finish and some of you you take your back. Have you seen what the Bible says? Love covers a multitude of sin. Because of God's love for us, He doesn't want the world to even see what we are doing. Help me, Jesus. You didn't get what I said. If you if you understood what I've just said, you'll be clapping and jumping and screaming. I said, God doesn't even want the world to see what you have done. You're still not getting what I mean. You see, God loves his students so much that he doesn't want your dirty things to be seen by your enemies. You see, the so-called righteous people, they can't even clap because they think they are over righteous. Yes. That's it. That's it. That's it. If we should see your phone right now. And we go to videos. The answer is yours. You see, when God loves you, He doesn't want Satan to even see what you have done. That's why on the Ark of the Covenant, it, you see blood. So when God wants to strike you, the only thing that restricts him is the blood. Oh, God help me. The only thing that restricts him is the blood. So when he sees you and he wants to strike you, know that you have an advocate already. I told you that when you sin, you need a lawyer. So before you even think of sinning, there is a lawyer by the judge. You are not getting what I mean. I said there is a lawyer by the judge. God is the judge. Jesus is the lawyer. He is seated at the right hand side of the Father. So when you are doing the wrong thing, the judge, the lawyer is speaking to the judge that don't strike him yet. When you have done the worst of things because of the blood, when the judge rises up and he wants to strike you, your lawyer rises up and he shows the father the blood. And when he sees the blood, the Bible said, When I see the blood, I will pass away. You 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 need to grab this one. This is what makes us superior to the devil. <laughs> this is it. There's, there's nothing more. This is it. Look at the scripture. For the wages of sin, but the gift of God. What is that gift? For God so loved the world that He gave. I don't think you understand what I'm saying tonight. He said, For God so loved the world that He gave. So God has given us a gift. And that gift is his son. And who is that son? That son is Jesus. Look at it. For the gift of God is eternal life in who? 
In who? Come on, in who? In who? Christ Jesus. Our, our Lord. Lord. So he's the owner. He's not only Christ Jesus. He's also the owner. So he owns you, he owns me. Ah, God help me, God help me. Okay, Hallelujah to Jesus. And the next one. So, if per the law, you have to be punished, then there must also be a way that you should escape. Because why do people hire lawyers? They want to escape. They want to have their freedom. If they want to be judged, if they want to go to prison, they don't go and hire a lawyer. Because it is not free, you have to pay. Unless you have the free type of lawyers who would want to just stand in for you. So if if you sin and you have to die, then you have a legal problem because you must have punishment. God must also make a way of escape. I'm going to show you how you escape. Because there must be a way for you to come out. When man sinned, we became vulnerable to the devil. But because of God's love for us, he must have a way. Understand this, please. The one that God is fighting to get back is not an animal. It's somebody carrying his image and his likeness. How can you see yourself and not be interested in it? Follow me carefully. How can you see yourself and not be concerned? So when God sees you, he sees himself in yourself. So the fact that he sees, the Bible said we are kept in Christ in God, number one. Number two, little children, do not be what afraid. Uh huh. For greater, For greater is, is, he. is in him. So if greater is in you, and God sees him as God in you, he cannot afford to see himself go down. He cannot afford to. That is why he had to pull himself from his son. Because if he does not do that, he's unkillable. Follow me. If he doesn't do that, that's why Jesus could tell his father, You are forsaking me. Say, You are not with me. You are not with me. You are not with me. Because when the father was with him, the Bible said they sought to strike him, then he slipped. Everybody, one day in your life, you must know how to sneak out. Yes. Sneak out. I have a message on it how to sneak out. Yes. There are some people, they don't know how to sneak out. 
That's what I mean. Sometimes you must learn to sneak out. Quick. Where is he? Where is he? Now what do you fear? What do you fear? Because you carry something, you can't die here. That be. When you don't know what you're about, you just stand there for anybody to yes. come and say anything, carry you, slap you, step on you, sit so on you, and roll you over. Also. But when you know what you're about, <laughs> and you know what you carry, you know how to navigate your way in this world. May the Lord give you wisdom. You can clap if you want to. I said, May the Lord give you wisdom. Glory to Jesus. Okay, let me take you now. So, if there should be a way out, I'm cutting it because of time. There are so many scriptures to give you, but let me cut it short. If, if there should be a way for you to come out, who qualifies? The Bible said the lamb without blemish. Because if there is something wrong, that sacrificial element is automatically disqualified. The guilty cannot be saved by the guilty. Alright. It's too deep. Let me take my time. Let me show you something. Write this point down. The sacrifice of Jesus on the cross was in twofold. Are you ready for them? Twofold. Number one, it was legal. It was legal. Very legal. Yes, it was. Legal. He did not die in illegal death. It was a very legal death on the cross. I will show you. John 19:30 quickly. John 19:30. Okay. Let's go Yes, everybody, let's read together. A few minutes I should be closing. Mhm. Read again. <laughs> now, that word that Jesus spoke, I'm showing you is two things. The first one, the death of Jesus on the cross, number one, was legal. Right? Number two, it was substitutionary. That now, means be, he came to substitute. So two things. Legal. He stood in for us. Number two. He had to substitute our place with his. So he took, the Bible said, he became poor. So that through 
then poverty. You and I will become rich. So it's in twofold. Let me show you what the twofold means. The first one. Let me deal with the legal side first. When Jesus said it is finished, in the Greek, this is what it means. See, sometimes we read the Bible and we always see it as English words. But this thing was written in Greek. So sometimes if you don't look at the Greek translation, you will not get the full import of what that word means. We all say it is finished. That word it is finished in Greek is a very serious word. When you know what it means, no devil can hold you to anything anymore. <laughs> Glory to God. I will spell it for you. Okay. It is just a single word. This is what it is. Write it down. If I pronounce it, some of you, you will laugh. So I will, I will mention it for you. I will just spell it. Write it. T-E-T-E. Write it. T-E-T-E. It's not Tete. Please. It's T-E-T-E-L-E-S-T-A-I. Titi what? Titi Lestai. That's what it means. Pronounce it, let's go. It's what? Uh-huh. Say it one more time. <laughs> Do you know what it means? It is a receipt for taxes that has been recovered. Eh? Or in other words, taxes that have been paid in full. So when Jesus said it is finished, yes, it we... actually means that taxes have been paid in full. Yes, we... You are not getting what I'm saying. It means whatever per the requirement of the law you were guilty of. He has paid it. It is a receipt. He has paid in full. Do you know the receipt is in his hands? When the, where is it? Ah, where Thomas came? Show me in case you, if you are indeed the one. What receipt does he have? So it's you. May you come to a place where whatever will be needed, you'll be in the position to offer it. Your amen is very weak. I said, may God lift you and plant you at places where you have the receipt for your movement. When I ask you, what right do you have of passage? You tell them, I carry the blood. What right do you have to operate here? You tell them I carry the blood. Say, I come not. That is, oh God, that is why when David faced Goliath, he said, you are coming against me with javelin, with spear, and with sword. But I come against you in the name of the Lord God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. He said, this is my receipt. You must die. And he cut off his head. After tonight, show your receipt. Amen. I said, show your receipt. Yes. Rise up and tell somebody, this is my receipt. Receipt. You have a you have an official and the receipt for full taxes. It's not when they come and ask you for your TV license, they are hiding under your table. This is not TV license. This is your eternal license. That is what oh my god, anybody bought and purchased by the blood of Jesus, you have migrated from hell to God help me out. You listen to me. 
what the blood has done for you, my friend, you must walk with your shoulders crossed ah. and with your heels raised up. Yes. Don't walk like somebody who has been beaten and buffeted. Yes. You have been rescued from death. Are you away from your womb. Let me finish with this. My time is up. We we'll pray 10 minutes non-stop prayer. We must receive some things by force. Immediately by force at once. Next one. I told you what they did. What substitutionary, right? Substitutionary. That's what they did. He took our place. Let me show you one scripture. Isaiah 53. 4 to 6, then I'm done. I wanted to give you some, some more, but it's okay. Yes, who is reading? Everybody, let's go. Isaiah, ready, go. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our souls, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But he was wounded for our transgressions. Uh-huh. He was bruised for our iniquities. Mm-hmm. The chastisement for our peace was mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And by his stripes we are healed. Come on, go on. Six. We have turned everyone who is onward, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of Why don't you clap and shout to the Lord? Look at this. Look at this. So this is the substitutionary position. He has taken your place. That's why you have every demand to demand that you cannot be sick. Yes. Is it not there? Go to verse 5. Is it not there? Is it not there? Look at it. He was what? Wounded for our transgression. He was wounded. So it means transgression. Eh? If I want to explain, we'll go deeper. Let me cut it off. Let me move to the next one. He was bruised for our iniquities. So, whatever we have done, he pray because of that one. When somebody has bruises, it is very painful. Eh? Yes. It's like when you fall down and you scratch your, your, your arm or your elbow or your knee on the ground. It's very painful. Very painful. If you get it, one sore, it's okay. But that one is very painful. You see that. So the Bible said this happened to him because of what? Iniquities. Look at this. Chastisement. They placed it upon him. And the Bible didn't end there. He said, and by his stripes. So they had to kill him because you must be free. How can Jesus take that place of pain? Sickness and disease. And the devil throws it back on you. No, Jesus took it. Jesus took it. I refuse it. Jesus took it. My friend, rise to your feet. You, you, you have been, there is no more death anymore. The one who is the epitome of love is Jesus. So he is the only one who stands with the right to fulfill the law. According to Romans, he's the only one. He operates in love. He is love. Nobody can rescue you apart from him. Lift up your hand. 
Go to verse, 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 um, verse 3. Let me show you something. We are going to pray. Or even verse 4. Verse 4, quickly. Look at it. Surely he has borne our griefs. What does he say? What is grief? So when you sit down now, what are you doing? Look at you. Adia, Papa Nabe Father da. He has taken it away. So the devil come and lie to you and whisper. Then you sit down now. Why a basa? No, you don't have to cry. Look at it. He carried our sorrows around or the core. The Bible never said he's going to carry you. And carried a chum. I don't carry sorrow. I don't carry grief. I work as a free man. Free man. Why should I? Why should I be sorrowful? Why should I be grief? No. If that will happen to me, then I've seen a sinner that is not right, and I'm not happy. Mm. But apart from that, mm-mm. what can you do to make me unhappy? It's not my problem. I tell people, Jesus said, cast all your cares on me for I care. Somebody want to carry your load. And you too, you, you say you want to carry your own thing. Lift up your hand, you're going to pray. Whatever Jesus has done for you, you are going to claim it through the blood tonight. Amen. Lift your hand, say in the name of Jesus. Shout, say in the name of Jesus. As I clap and pray, I claim my liberty. I claim my freedom. I claim my healing. I claim my joy. In the name of Jesus, say I claim my prosperity. I am walking in my right as a child of God. Freedom is mine. Liberty is mine. No more debts. Clap your hands. Begin to pray. Ten minutes. Ten minutes. Don't stop. Clap your hands and pray. Jesus did not just die. He did it for you. He did it. We believe you have been blessed by this message. Kindly contact us on telephone numbers plus 233-244-694-299 or 0247-641-502. Our email address is samprofnk at yahoo.com. That is S-A-M-P-R-O-P-H-N-K at yahoo.com. Our Facebook handle is www.facebook slash Samuel Addison. Twitter at Prof. Sam Addison or visit our website www.prophetsamueladdison.org. Visit www.amazon.com to purchase these books by Prophet Samuel Addison. Keep the fire burning. Tell no one. Your secret is your power. Discovering the secret to the top. Why do you need power? Dealing with success killers and many more. You can also get copies of these books from any bookshop near you. God bless you. Oh.